So um, I'm here with uh, Narelle Gaddy, and um, I might let you tell them what they, yeah. what you do actually. So just yeah, I'm actually a digital accessibility auditor, mm -hmm. and I work with digital access solutions and assistive technology to break down communication barriers. Okay. With websites, digital content. So is, so is that like SEO or is it? Uh, no, it's it's different to SEO, but it enables SEO, it's mm -hmm. probably the best way to say it. So what we do is we look at websites, we look at the PDF emails, any documents that are produced on a computer, mm -hmm. and we show you the techniques and strategies so that everyone can access the documents, understand the documents, and mm -hmm. be able to make an informed decision on the content of the document to, regardless of ability, is probably the best way to say it. So we're looking at anyone that might be using Zooming, hearing impaired, sight impaired, cognitive impairment, high brain injury, neurodiverse. We basically look at, well, anyone that uses any of the captioning tools, you'd be surprised the amount of people that use the tools that those with disability use. But mm. if the website, if the documents are not set up to make them, with those tools in mind, Mm. They can't be accessed with the tools. Um, but what you're talking about there is that um, when you're talking about accessibility, you're also not just talking about accessibility for people with a disability. Mm. It's about making yourself more accessible to things like Google and stuff it's, like that. It is. It is. It, the digital accessibility guidelines, which is what we're working to, actually, in, it, it helps Google. It helps SEO because what it does is Google and SEO, it's text, mm. it's strings. That's all they understand really. Yep. You know, they, they're not like us where they know the word dark is T-H-E. Mm. To them, it's just three, well, it's actually three strings of eight bits. That's the full IT nerdy stuff. Mm -hmm. But for them, it's strings. Images, decoration, your lines, all of those things, it means nothing to Google. Mm. They need the text. So one of the benefits of digital accessibility is you're incorporating text in to describe the screen. And it could be something as simple as having a cup of coffee, a cup of coffee on a, you know, in a cup, and it might be image of a cup of coffee. Yep. That's all you need to put. Google Net then knows what's in the image, mm -hmm. and it can take that and it will store it. Uses you know with the spider crawling around. But. It comes down to, I guess, that um, that I see this as normal business practice. I know that it's not, but do you think it's a case that, like, how did you get into this space? It's quite funny, actually. I used to work for my last job was mm. Energy Queensland. Yeah. Well, it was actually Spark Solutions that it was known then. We're talking about 15, 16 years ago. Mm -hmm. And within about a month of starting work there, I was diagnosed with a severe eye condition, mm -hmm. which was going to lead to the vision impairment levels that I've got now. Yeah. And about four or five years into it, I was really starting to struggle. Mm -hmm. And so they, we went to Vision Australia Job Access and we they brought in a guy to help me learn the tools that I needed to use mm -hmm. to stay working. Okay. And he's actually the co-founder of the business, like okay. called Mark Muscat. And yeah. I always laugh and tease him and say, yeah, Mark, you're meant to be there to keep me in a job. And he says, well, you're still working. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then, so Mark was teaching assistive technology tools training. So your screen readers, braille sensors, all of mm -hmm. these tools. Zooming, use of iPhone, whether it's Android, uh, iPads, yeah. tablets, 
all the tools that I would need to keep working. And that's all really good. However, those tools are only as good as the structure of the underlying document. And that was the problem. Yep. Regardless of where I was, I was running into all types of problems. If I wanted to pay a bill, the B pay on a, on a PDF would be an image. Well, mm. those tools can't read an image. They it's, just cannot. I find that we're valid 10 years ago. They're no longer valid. And, and the thing is, even with the AI and the OCR recognition, it's not accurate. Mm. It just isn't accurate. So I started to, I ended up having to stop work there. And I've always worked off always been busy and doing things. Mm -hmm. So another friend of mine is a guy called Alan Parker, who has a company called Peak Performance Development, and he's okay. a communications expert. Yep. And I didn't realise for a long time that he actually has a disability as well. So Mark Muscat's blind, mm -hmm. never had sight, he's got light and that's about it. Okay. I've got an acquired sight loss. Alan Parker is dyslexic. Now this guy's a professor at a uni, he's done some fantastic work all mm -hmm. around the world, free and stuff. Yeah. Okay, he's a good mate as well. Yeah. And we started saying, well, hang on, we were running, all of us run into barriers all the time. And we said, but the tools are there. Every computer, except a Linux or Unix-based computer, comes with the tools. Mm. Microsoft Office, Adobe Acrobat, Google Suite, the tools are already there. Mm -hmm. Okay? So they're already there. The iPhone, the Android, no one knows how to use them. Mm. Yeah, and, and, and this, that's the problem. This is this is what I found. I put up a thing. People talk to me about chatbots. And yeah. Mike Hilston from the Chatbot Agency is working on some customised stuff. You know, he's. So, do you think it's a case that businesses start off knowing the job that they're trying to do, but then they forget about it when they grow? Um, um, with a business, it could be because it's all about the structure. Yeah. It, it's no matter what document, no matter what you're in, it really is all about the structure. A chair is no good if the mm. structure of the chair isn't fit for purpose. It's got one leg missing. Exactly. <laughs> and that's exactly what it is with documents, with businesses, anything. It's a structure. Mm -hmm. Well, I remember when computers coming when I was at school, just to give you an idea of my age, and um, uh, not 50 yet, but that's mm. the average age of a business owner these days. So a lot of the people that I'm working with have got a fear of using technology yeah. and this is what i find with ai if you don't have a strategy or a reason to use ai um i find that they're the people that have got a fear of change or fear of ai um, but it's fear of change generally yeah it really is i mean we, we talk to businesses and they'll say oh i don't need it and then you start talking the stats and the actual numbers like there's 13 million people mm. 2018 it was approximated to be 13 million people in Australia with a vision problem. Yeah, so well, like half the population. That's half the population. <laughs> so if the website and the documents are not set up for it, mm. then there's a problem. But I would take it one step back further than that. How often does a business, in talking to their new client, say, how would you like the information sent to you? Mm. Most businesses don't. And it irritates me because my mother is not technologically savvy. Mm. She's not. So... They should be mailing it to mum, paper. Mum's hmm. starting to get to the stage. Yeah, she's got a few years to go, yeah, yeah. a few years actually before <laughs> she'll, no, it won't make any sense to her. Mum, she'll live to 100. We've already sorted it. Mm -hmm. But a lot of stuff is emailed to me now. Yeah. But I get emails mm -hmm. from some. I can't read it. I cannot do anything to it. So all I can do, I've got the accesses. I'm the one that looks after mum's. Mm -hmm. you know, day-to-day -day care, 
when I get something that is not accessible, I seriously have to email it to my sister or yep. my brother and say, read this. Well, normally it's my brother because he's the more able to quickly grab it and check it. Mm -hmm. My sister, where she lives, the internet's not as good. So I'm reliant on one of them to read it mm. and say, Dad, she'll be right. This is what you've got to do. Mm. And that's not good enough in today's world. The fact that I'm the carer mm. and I'm not getting the support, the information yeah. from the providers to my mother yep. for me and mum or mum to make an informed decision for me to explain what it is to mum so mum can make an informed decision and that is what a good structure does a good structure ensures that the client the customer has the ability mm -hmm. to read the information process the information to be able to make an informed decision mm -hmm. and then act on it so you're talking about communication structure i'm talking about any structure communication structure in particular mm -hmm. but the communication structure is only as good as the structure of the business so if the business hasn't got the mindset of different people communicate in different ways mm -hmm. then it's not going to work anyway but they're going to make that assumption that i'll just email it aren't the communication tools already in all of the software programs or they are so people just don't know how to use it they don't know how to use it okay That's so this is, is where we're getting into the problem when you're doing stuff like this you, you're coming into the fact that this stuff there is no box except for what exactly I'm so what you do is instead of creating a program for this person a program for, create one program hmm. that is able to deal with all situations yep. or most situations i wouldn't say all mm -hmm. but 90 percent of the situations and mm. if you like in australia there is an actual set of standards guidelines it's run by stand maintained by standards australia yeah it is backed by the disability discrimination act 1992 mm -hmm. which is enforced by the human rights commission so yep. that's your areas okay if so it comes under human rights comes under human rights it comes under the un the united nations convention mm -hmm. for human rights the united nations convention for i think it's disabled there's a particular name for it i never remember mm. at all but it also comes under making money in business yeah. it really is as simple as that because if a menu is not accessible mm -hmm. why would someone go to that place if they can't read the menu they yeah. cannot make a choice for what they want to eat mm. and it could be down to just the type of font that's used yep you know a menu that's really dark with not enough contrast between the word and the background hard to read yep. people don't go back to them it's almost like the fact that um they're no longer outside the box they are the box that you have to fit into these days so i actually would love to know the percentage of people that have perfect sight perfect hearing mm. perfect sense of touch perfect smell perfect mobility mm -hmm. i reckon you'd be a very very tiny percentage yeah and, and this is where don't exist. people when they know someone you you work with with Mark and yeah. this company because you know them, but how you met them was that uh, you know, you, he was teaching you how to yeah. stay as a productive member of society and all this stuff existed. Yeah. So you didn't know about didn't it know until about you got the site. People say, oh, you can do this, and I go, but I'm happy with this. And that's so, it, it is not 
more effort. It's just doing things slightly different. Yeah. You think about it, before we did control C for coffee, mm. what did we do? We highlighted the whole word. We went, I can't remember, it was whatever. It used mm -hmm. to be F8 on a keyboard. F8 once would highlight the character, twice would be the word, three times would be, I can't remember the whole thing now. Mm. But it used to be F8, and then you had another key to copy mm. on the old keyboard. Sorry, I'm a bit older than you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a lot older than you, actually, because, yeah. And, and it was, because we didn't have computers when I was in school. Mm. They didn't exist. But then it went to control C. Now it's just a normal thing. Yeah. Control C. Email is just a normal thing now. Yeah. No one thinks about it. Mobile phones are just a normal thing. Yes. And, and this is just a normal thing. This is where I say to people, they say, oh, yeah, but I'm not techie. I don't want to start a business. And this thing. If you can email, mm. if you can use Facebook, yeah. if you can use Google, that's, that's all of the tech skills that you need to be able to start a business yeah and people get a bit surprised with that and I say well but what else do you need to do you, yeah. you use Google for research you use Facebook for marketing yeah. you use emails for communication with your customers and just send them invoices and the thing is even if you don't want to start a business mm. learn find out about the digital accessibility standards it's mm. as simple as if you've got an image right click on the image view alt text and mm -hmm. describe the image less than 100 characters because yep. if you're on a screen reader and you have someone saying an orange cup with a green whatever it is and a spoon to yeah. the it's too much information yeah it's so a cup of like twitter you know yeah. it's, it is <laughs> but under 100 characters twitter is what 150 40 or something yeah. is under 100 characters yeah. um yeah so there's 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 stuff like that there but this is where I'm finding that I think that uh, a lot of businesses, it's not that they don't want to do it, it's just that it costs them too much now to change. It does. And, and yeah. the problem is, what are the costs that they're losing? Mm. The cost, the other cost to them, it's not the cost of change, it's the cost of lost sales. Yeah, it's, it's what they're missing out of. And mm. I think that this is where we found in COVID when all of a sudden they had to cut back on costs and all yep. this sort of stuff. Mm. A lot of businesses went broke because they simply couldn't afford to go online and, and set up yeah. their online That's accessibility. That's um, but if they just got their own staff to do it, and yeah. this is where they got they go in there, you can YouTube stuff and you can build a website with less formatting skills yeah. than it takes to do a PowerPoint presentation. Yeah. Uh, SEO people and all this sort of stuff actually understood that it's not just this is why it's good SEO practices mm. is because Google's dyslexic. <laughs> it takes out the stop words. My concern is that there's going to be a lot of these tools that get missed. It is. Um, but the one thing that I, and I will, I, I disagree with one reason why you should always double check your captions, mm. no matter what. If you've got a person with a hearing issue mm. that relies on the captions, if your grammar and your punctuation is not correct, the meaning can change. Yep. And that is so important because you're doing the YouTube for a purpose. Mm. You're trying to get an idea across. If the grammar and punctuation, you put a comma in the wrong place, mm. it changes the meaning completely. Yep. The same words are still there. Yeah. You've changed the meaning, your message isn't correct. And I deal with people that, businesses that don't have money. That's mm. when they come to me. If they go to a marketing agency, they should be doing this. But I find that their staff aren't doing it either now. Look, it's not, I don't know how much it's taught at uni. I really don't. Mm. And 
that's a worry because, as I said, I think it's only a very minor number of the population that have perfect sight, perfect hearing, perfect mm. mobility, perfect sense of touch. Yeah. It's only a very tiny percent of the population. And I and think if, if, if people are worried about talking to someone like you or, yeah. or something like yeah. that because they don't know anyone or they don't think they're going to get along, there's a situation there where, um, you know, we don't have anything in common, but we sat here and had a bit of a chat beforehand and all this sort of stuff on, you know, trying very hard not to pat Rocket because he's, he's at work at the moment. That's a... Um, My guide dog. Yeah, guide dog. Yeah. Yes. But it, it's, you know what, it's accepting people's differences. Hmm. Yeah, so, everyone's different. And that's the beauty of it yeah. because you learn different things about people. And that's why I love chatting hmm. to people. And this is the battle. What do you want to do? Do you want to treat people fairly or do you want to treat people equally? How about just treat people with respect? Yep. I think that's the most simple one of the lot. And Acknowledge and people's differences. You can't please everyone. You're never mm. going to agree with everyone. But this is the thing. We've got so many differences. Mm. But the one thing that makes us the same is that we can agree to just agree. Yeah, <laughs> yes. that's it. And it, your needs are different to mine. Exactly. But at the same time, we, the way that we run a business or the way that we think businesses should be run and the way that I train people to run businesses is exactly the same, even though we're coming from polar opposites. Yeah. Our community as a whole has a downfall there because we don't accept everyone's differences mm. and say, g'day. Yeah. I really don't care. And my, my dad used to have a saying, black, white, brindle, when he was talking with cattle. Mm. Okay, I grew up on the cattle property as well. Yeah. Oh, there's something in common. My dad was a cane farmer. So. Yeah, you're close. Cane, yep, close. No bananas. <laughs> no bananas. No. no bananas. But I don't see the differences. I see a person. Hmm. And that's all it's about. You know, I'm always happy to say, if you don't treat me with respect, I'm, hmm. I'll back off quickly. And I I'm, I'm will. I make no bones about that. Treat a person with respect, politeness. And and listen. Um, I guess to me, it seems like a lot of people are afraid to be themselves until they're so desperate and they need to do something that it's their worst option and then they have to be themselves. However, I also think there's another take on that. So mm -hmm. let's agree to disagree on that one. I think it's people have to have the confidence to be themselves. Yep. And I think there's a lot of people, particularly young, mm -hmm. growing up, they don't have that confidence mm. and that's a learned tool that's not something that's going to happen straight away yep. it really isn't it is something that takes time a lot of one of the things that and i was always my husband and i always said to the kids when they were growing up we're happy you make mistakes because the only way you learn is by making a mistake mm -hmm. learn from the mistake yeah don't beat yourself up mm. you've made the mistake move yeah. on Put your hand up, I stuffed up. Stuffed yeah. up, move on and just accept it. But it also requires the person that you might have hurt accidentally, made the mistake against, mm. to say, you've made a mistake, you've acknowledged it. Mm -hmm. I'm happy that you've acknowledged it. I'm moving on, you're moving on. You don't have yeah. to move on on the same path. And let it go. Let it go. Yeah. Um, so we've gone through COVID and everyone's grieving the yep. world that they've lost. They, they may be grieving the fact that, well, AI is here to stay. Yep. Um, but so is assistive technology. But guess mm. what? Assistive technology has been around since the birth of computers. Actually, um. <laughs> I'll let you know it's before that. One of the original reasons for the typewriter, mm. and I've double-checked this a couple of times because it fascinated me. Yep. 
there was a couple of guys over in Italy. I can't remember. It was the late 1600s, early 1700s. Each of them, different areas of Italy, built a form of typewriter so that blind people could write legibly. Basically, it's it's nothing new. It just comes into, but it's new to a lot of people out there, I guess. So having a little bit of empathy with it. Yes, I do understand that sort of thing. Yes, you've spent all this time and effort and work doing it. Um, but unfortunately, it's something that um, a lot of people learn how to run a business through trial and error. That's right. And like Narelle just said, if you learn from your mistakes, well, you need to admit that, okay, well, we're not accessible. What have you learned from that? Well, why don't you, next time you rebrand or next mm. time you start a new function or next time you release a new product, why don't you just start from the startup process that I do, the seven steps of startup process, yeah. businesses go through that repeatedly and then just pick a time when you want to launch something new, get in contact with Narelle and she can make, teach you how to make it accessible. And, but um, the difference is once it's done once and you know how to do it, it's like that yep. good old control C, you yep. don't need us. Mm. Yeah, and it's starting with the end in mind, I guess, you know, yeah. you you need it, but you're finding now that, um, you know, you're, you're, it, it stands out to you, mm. whereas yes. someone like me that doesn't need it at the moment, it doesn't stand out to me, That's but right. it also doesn't stand out because when they say, well, this is what you should do, I go, well, I'll do that because I'm cheap. Mm. So it's not because... You know, it's not a cost thing no. to start doing it, but I do understand that it's a cost thing to change people's habits. Um, it is. It is. And that's what we're hoping, that people start it as a habit. Because yep. one of the things I found out yesterday, uh, this morning, sorry, yep. one of the Matildas yeah. is deaf. Ah. Now, isn't that awesome? Yeah, good on her. Well, no, as if you can letting... hear on the film with all well, the people the cheering. Is, but... She's not letting anything hold her back. Yeah. So, no one said she couldn't play that game because hmm. she has a severe hearing loss. Yeah, it just comes down to being great chatting with you. Um, it's great that we can find some things in common and all this yeah. sort of stuff. Getting get in contact with Narelle. I'll put the details yeah. up on the Thank video you. when I do the editing and all this sort of stuff. Um, but if you want to get in contact with her, it's simple stuff. Um, it's um, something that she's passionate about. She wants to talk to people that are passionate yeah. about it as well because it's going to make her life easier. And it's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks very much.